to listen, watch, and absorb nature because nature teaches the best lessons and we're living in the purest air. There's nothing between us in nature and our spot, the northernmost part of mainland Michigan, every day changes and it, it just gets more beautiful. Thank you, thank you, and welcome to A Fresh Air Inspired Life. I'm your host, Amanda, and today's guest is kind of a big deal. (laughs) She is the lead singer of a blues jazz swing band and has created coveted paintings on glassware. She's been living in the Keweenaw for 43 years and is extremely fortunate to have married the love of her life. Please welcome the lovely and talented Gail English. Hi, Gail. Wow, what an intro. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah, (laughs) you're welcome. Gail, how did you find your way to the Keweenaw? I came up here to visit um, in, I think it was 1979. Mm. You may have heard of Jim McAnellen, who is a wonderful potter, and he had moved up here. He's from my hometown, Midland, Michigan, Mm. along with um, his sister moved up, Mary Probst, and another sister, Navanit, and uh, we were all friends, and... um, uh saw the property um that I ended up buying mm. and um just changed my whole life moved up lock stock and barrel wow so but my, the first year of my life I was born in Fort Lee Virginia on an army base my mother was from Besmer Michigan toward mm-hmm. the western end of the UP mm-hmm. and when I was 6 weeks old my dad was transferred to Seattle so mom and I moved up to Besmer. So I was the baby all bundled up with the rosy cheeks in the <laughs> wooden cutter sled oh out, out every day on walks with my grandma and grandpa and my mom. So I got that, that UP blood, well, the Norwegian blood too, mm. that uh, always made me really appreciate the UP. And we spent part of every summer in Besmer and on Lake Ogibbet growing up. So it's just a natural thing, I guess. Yeah, and mm-hmm. here we are. Well, we're so happy to have you up here. Thank you. Us. Yeah. We're happy to have you, too. Aw, thanks. <laughs> uh, let's talk about your singing career. How did you get into singing? I grew up listening to Sinatra, mm-hmm. Tony Bennett, all the old uh, jazz standards. And at Lego Gibbick, there was uh, a Victrola in, the, in their family cottage. And when we went up there on vacation, it was always a dilemma. Do I get my bathing suit on, jump in the lake first, or do I wind up that Victrola and play the old 78s? And I played the 78s while I swam, too. Mm -hmm. So um, in uh, early 70s, I was waitressing at Bince's Apple Mountain in Freeland, Michigan. There was a fellow named Dennis Coriel who played a grand piano from 7 to 10, dinner music every night. Mm. And one night he said to me hey, there's a talent night at the 19th hole on Weiss in Saginaw next Sunday. Let's enter it. 
And I said, well, you can play the piano. What the heck do you think I'm going to do? He said, you can sing. I said, I can't stand up in front of people and sing. I mean, my stomach was churning just mm. thinking about that. And he said, Gail, I listened to you singing along with all these old jazz standards. Mm. You can sing. So he talked me into it. We rehearsed three songs. We won the contest. Wow. There was a bar owner from Midland in the audience who hired us to play five nights a week. Oh, my god! And that's how it started. I literally fell into that. And wow. thank goodness for Dennis because mm. I, I would have never sought that out on my own. Just fell into it. And we, um, we were the house band for that bar for a while. And then some really nice dinner clubs in Saginaw and Bay City. Um, the, and I even had my picture on the Tri-City Entertain- Entertainer one year. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. So, yeah, fell into it. And wow. music is a universal language. Mm. Every place I go, I end up sitting in, and it's just been wonderful. And then meeting people up here. Mm. Um, when I first moved up here, we had an apartment above the Michigan house, and I cocktail waitressed there. And I met Mike Edwards, who's a wonderful pianist, mm. and um, a whole crowd of musicians, and then uh, wandered over to the Elks Club one night and sat at the bar, and everyone was staring at me like I had <laughs> horns. Oh, well, I found geez. out later women were not allowed to sit at the bar in the oh. 80s. So I sat at the bar every time I went in there. But anyway, <laughs> Jim Henrietti was playing keyboard hmm. and asked me to come up and sing and roll that on to this year when uh, they had a 75th Jubilee party for him mm-hmm. in concert at the Calumet Theater that I got to be part of. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's awesome. Everybody has wonderful stories, too, up here yeah. with music. It's it's really alive and well. That's that's really cool. Mm. Um, so nowadays, do you usually sing with the same group of people, or have you been part of different bands along the way? I met Rob Fritz um, when I was uh, first getting to know people up here. Jim and Linda Lamont had the fits, mm-hmm. and I went in there one night, and uh, Jim said, you sing, don't you? And I said, yeah. He goes, you got to come in on a Wednesday because Rob Fritz is playing, and I bet you could sit in with him. So the next Wednesday, I went in, and it was like meeting a brother Aww. from another uh, life. Yeah. And we, we were, were kind of a comedy act, too, because <laughs> we really worked off each other. He's hilarious and a heck of a good singer, guitar mm. player, harmonica player. So that started every Wednesday night at the Fitz, and then mm. Mark McEvers wandered in and played mm. the piano, and he became part of our trio, and we played at Los Dos Amigos and lots of other places. Mm. And um, then uh, more recently, Misbehaving in the Swing Cats, that was uh, John Munson and Brian Parmeter and Greg Wright. Sadly, mm-hmm. Greg is gone, mm-hmm. but one of the best drummers I have and great guy great to guy. ever Miss met. Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we played many nights a week, too. Wow. And then Art in the Park every year, it's mm-hmm. a, um, a whole group of, we, we call ourselves the Art in the Park reunion band. <laughs> There's Steve Jones, who's a wonderful musician, too. I've been lucky to sit in with him lots of times, and we've done concerts together. So Steve, Mark McEvers, um, Scott McIntosh, John Pfeiffer, 
um, Rob, me, I don't know who I'm missing, but anyway, sometimes changes yeah. every year or two, but we have so much fun. Awesome. Because we, we really work off each other well. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've watched you guys perform quite a bit, and you can tell you're having fun up there, so that's awesome. That's what keeps you, you know, on the list to be the reunion band. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't ask you back. Well, so. <laughs> that's that's good to know. I hope yeah. they keep asking because we sure love playing. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of amazing to think you can stand up there, make music together, and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what the musician life is all about. You know, it's it takes a lot of energy and a lot of practice time mm-hmm. to do all that. So you should be getting paid for it, and you should be enjoying it. We are. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. So how can people, like, follow you or find out how to see one of your shows i usually post gigs on facebook oh, okay um like art in the park there are posters that are up um we played on the porch at the eagle river store this summer we've been asked to do that again nice this year and that's uh i think it's once a month mm. through the summer and that was uh the weekend of the eagle harbor art fair last year mm. so the this second week in august yeah but i post them on facebook too cool. yeah. awesome um so you've been singing for so long and like you said you had your face on a poster and things like that and do you do you feel famous no i no? just <laughs> <laughs> um i don't really feel famous but i know i can't get away with anything because oh. everybody knows me because of you know singing and the shop so and I think that's the way with most people living up here Mm. you know it's a small community and whatever you have a passion for Mm. you're usually known for it so yes yeah yeah totally um is there anything else you'd like to say about singing it's just so much fun Mm. it's wonderful and to be 71 and still doing it yeah and I've um I actually I had this wonderful thing happen this summer with my voice. Hmm. I found a different level of totally relaxing. Wow. And just letting it flow. And one of the people who brought that out in me a couple of years ago is Jake Wigant. Oh, because nice. we we played together with mm-hmm. uh, Mike Irish and um, Drew Kilpla mm-hmm. and Scott Veenstra. And Jake said to me, I can't believe the things you can do with your voice. And what I didn't um, explain to him until later was it's it's who you're playing with that mm. that really brings it out of you, too. And he's so good mm-hmm. on the cajon. Mm-hmm. It was just a blast to, to get to know him. He and Zai got married on our beach. Oh, yeah. so cool. Yeah, so that was really nice. And we got to see his brother... Bob Wygant, who's a great mandolin player with mm-hmm. Dig Deep um, in Appleton a couple of weeks ago. Okay, fun. And that man's on fire. Wow. wow. What a what a good player. M- musical family. Yeah. There. Oh, awesome. Very cool. Well, I think we're going to uh, make a little treat for our listener at the end of this episode um, and sing the Copper Harbor Vitality theme song together. Woo-hoo. The chive jive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is, it is whatever we're going to make it. We can do whatever we want. All right. Well, back to a little bit of seriousness. Um, 
you kind of hit something on the head earlier. Uh, I want to get into your painting talents in a moment, but I want to tell you that when I see you, the word passion comes to my mind. And so it's funny that you've already been speaking about that, doing your passions. But you have such a, a passionate way about you from the fun colors that you wear to the way you speak and, you know, kind of what pre what you represent and emanate. Thank you. Yeah. What a compliment. Well, yeah, I, I just... You exude it, and I'm just curious. Like, do you? You must. Do you feel passionate inside? Oh yeah. Aww, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you could live here and not feel passionate. Mm. Like I said, there's nothing between you and nature, mm -hmm. and the colors. Mm -hmm. Did you um, look at the sky last night? Uh, I think I got back a little late. Yeah. That. I mean, that moon this week. Mm, Holy nice. moly. So lovely. I saw it from where I was, but yeah. yeah. It is fun to look out and just watch as the days wax and wane and all the different colors mm -hmm. that come in and out of them. It's so lovely. So awesome. I'm glad that you're so inspired and fulfilled by nature, but I would imagine also uh, something that keeps you so fiery is that you found what we might call the right man for you. Oh, I am the luckiest girl in the world. Aww. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I just love a deep, genuine love. And it seems like you have found that with George. Yes. Can you speak to us about how you know when love is real? <laughs> um... Well, George and I met in sixth grade. Oh, my God. And really? In, and in his words, if a girl looked at him, he was like a deer in the headlights. Aww. He was extremely shy, but just so cute. Oh. So we admired each other from afar all through high school. Okay. We had a lot of mutual friends, but um, we never dated. Mm. And then uh, in 2005, mutual friends... Um, suggested we all go out to dinner together and I, w I was downstate at the time okay. um, helping with some family things and we went to Buck's Run in Mount Pleasant and George was already there at the table in front of the fireplace with a bouquet of flowers for me and one for oh, my friend my Jean our friends Jean and Dan are okay. the ones that actually played Cupid but we didn't realize it mm. and my first thought was wow he's aged well <laughs> And we had so much fun that night that um, we, uh, I was there for about a week and a half, and we went out several times, and then he came, this was in December mm -hmm. of 05, and then he came up in January, mm -hmm. I went downstate in February, he came up in March, and, and then uh, it was funny because I, I was, we were getting our taxes done, and I asked my tax gal, um, did, would it make any sense for us to get married as far as taxes? She goes, well, yeah. <laughs> File jointly. You'll get a lot more money back. Oh. And that's why we decided to get married. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I mean, we knew we were going to stay together, mm -hmm. but neither of us were in a big hurry. Mm. But so we, we got married. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And he, but how do you know? Yeah. Um, when you're a little older and you're mm -hmm. putting your cards on the table, about relationships we we asked each other what's most important mm. to you and uh we both said kindness mm. and honesty and um 
and that pretty much laid the foundation. Yeah. He's he's the most patient person I've ever met. Mm. Um he uh he thinks every woman is beautiful. Aww. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's great cuz he's right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's Aww. just nice to everybody. He is. And he's so funny. Mm. Yeah, it's puns all day long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we laugh a lot and just have such a good time together good I I remember um just several stories several times you told me you're like oh we said this and we laughed and I think that also is really important in a relationship just being able to be at the level where you you're unguarded and you can laugh together Mm -hmm. and have that connection with puns or jokes or just something silly happens and yeah it could have gone wrong but oh my god that was so funny he's hilarious even (laughs) when he isn't trying to be (laughs) that's awesome yeah cool well thank you um what what advice do you have for anyone who might be seeking to find love I know, I know maybe you didn't expect me to put you on as a love expert, but you guys are so happy together. And I just, I think that's really important for people to realize that. It's, it's, it's out there. Yeah. And like, you know, I said, we, we met in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Here we went to high school together. I don't, if, had we gotten together then, mm. we probably would have had nine kids and never <laughs> made it up to the UP. Um, but I think <laughs> love is all around. Mm. And you just have to keep your eyes open, mm. and sometimes you just find it in unexpected places. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Very nice. It's fun w- when we're with Gene uh, and Dan, the ones who played Cupid. Mm-hmm. He'll Dan always he he's just a twinkly eyed, full bearded, mm. n- wonderful guy too, and um, he always shakes his head and says. I'm really glad this worked out because I didn't want to be blamed for it if it didn't. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, All right. Let's uh, switch gears, if you don't mind. Okay. And I know that you have just recently seemingly retired from running your Eagle Rock studio. Mm -hmm. Um, As we segue into that, do you feel like love and passion also flow into your art oh yeah Mm. definitely yeah that's my zen place when i'm i usually have music on when i'm painting okay and um i don't think about anything else when Mm. i'm painting it's just what's happening with that brush cool yeah so tell us about your medium and the style that you use because it's pretty unique um i'm pretty much self-taught I I saw um, a TV program, the Carol Duvall show years ago, mm. and a wo- woman named uh, Donna Dewberry was showing um, how to paint on glass, and I thought I bet I could do that. So um, I kind of learned from her, but developed my own style because mm-hmm. our styles aren't aren't uh, very similar, mm. um, and just started doing that. But I had um, I started drawing. Uh, as soon as I could hold a crayon and uh, uh, took some art classes in high school but mostly self-taught and um, it's just fun to experiment with all kinds of things that one of the newest things I did the um, 
Copper Country Art Center in Hancock. They have um, their fundraiser every year where they give artists six by six canvases hmm. and have them paint whatever they want to, and then they auction them off. And um, I usually do two or three for them. And I did uh, trees in a forest with light coming through with shadows, and I had never oh. painted shadows before. And they both sold. Nice. Um, yeah. So nice to contribute your talents to uh, other things that you're passionate about. Yeah. And, and help them along because um, they do a lot for the community too. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been doing this artwork? like that how long do you think since i could hold a crayon oh that's but right. the <laughs> with um the painting on glass has been probably since the early 90s okay when i started that and that's what i do mostly because i get so many requests mm. for gifts and and uh, wedding glass and mm -hmm. um whole sets of glassware mm -hmm. i've done so that's really nice with you know plates and bowls and glasses and oh, wine wow. glasses and yeah the it's, whole it's shebang. Fun. That's awesome. I know when I go to someone's house, I'm always like, is that Gail? Is that Gail English <laughs> glass over there? And they're like, yeah, it is. I mean, so many people have it. I have some dragonfly yeah. wine glasses and dragonfly plate. And it's just so lovely. And Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. really like your work. It's really, you definitely have like the niche in that. So. Well, it's all this Keweenaw color. Yeah. And I mean, the northern lights and then. George's photos mm -hmm. are very inspirational for me to paint Northern mm -hmm. Lights. And mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so you find a lot of inspiration by living here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Very cool. And so tell us about when you started Eagle Rock Studio or even the, the one before that. Yeah, we called it the Barefoot. Okay. Um, and uh, bought the property in 1980. I was single. Mm. and uh, opened in May of 81, and it it was a success from mm. the start. Uh, it, I don't know um, how you, you could live up here and not find everything around you conducive to artwork in, in one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then when George came into the picture, he and his brother remodeled the building. Oh. And we, we made a lot of improvements on it because it had, it, well, it was built in 1967. Okay. Yeah, a man named Tony Kroger from Hancock built it and then sold it to a couple by the name of Kangas. Mm. That's who I bought it from. And so it, it's been sitting there on the shore mm -hmm. for a long time. And, in fact, this, uh, this year we had to put a new roof on because mm. last year when we got those heavy snows mm -hmm. in April, Oh, yeah. Um, George went over to the shop to uh, check on some things, and he came back and said, well, we got a little problem. Oh, no. The snow load on the flat roof mm. had caused a cave-in, uh, about a 10-foot by 4-foot area. Okay. So it was just filled with um, insulation and mm. wet, awful mess. But it's fixed now. Oh, wow. Got a new roof. That's great. Yeah. So that's still where you paint, and th you still use that building for... We use it for our studio, mm -hmm. and we still have um, a lot of inventory over there. Ours, we, you know, we, we stopped 
um, selling consignment work. Okay. But we do sure. so much shipping all year round and get so many requests for his photos and my Great. glass. That, yeah. And when we were over there cleaning it up, I said, you know, this is a catastrophe, but this old girl has served us well. Oh I mean, look at all the years. And then we have that big picture window facing the mm -hmm. lake. And I thought, this isn't anything to worry about. It's can, it can be fixed and mm. we can still, it's, it's, it's a new chapter, mm -hmm. you know, she'll be used for us just enjoying sitting there sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you have a great, perhaps with a martini. Great Who knows? Attitude. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, awesome. And so if people do still want to purchase your work and get it shipped, um, or they maybe stop by, by appointment. Yeah. You said? Yeah. Just give maybe us a call. You. Cool. Yeah. 906-289-4506. 4506. Those are the last four digits. Yeah. They used to be the only ones you needed, but I now know. you need them all. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Well, what do you like to do here for fun, Gail? I love to sing and dance and visit with friends. And um, we did a really cool thing the day after Christmas, a mm. bunch of us had gotten together with Drew Kilpla mm -hmm. as our leader to do some caroling. And we were going to go on um, a tractor-pulled trailer. And thank goodness the weather didn't pro <laughs> provide uh, that opportunity because it was wet and rainy. And mm. to sing out in wet rain isn't, isn't a good thing for your throat anyway. Mm. So... Um, the Mariner was very gracious to have us there, and it was mm. just a blast. With no snow, it was really hard to feel Christmassy. Yeah. And everybody's spirits. I mean, you could just Aww. about see it happen. It was just so much fun. Aww. And Drew is amazing. He, um, We did rehearse once, and he could play all the harmony parts for mm. people to learn the harmony. Har I mean, wow. it, was, it was stellar. It's on YouTube. Yep, um, I did Christmas see. Christmas caroling at the Mariner North Copper Harbor. Yeah. Great. I checked that out, too. And I yeah. gave it a like. Good. <laughs> yeah. Anyone yeah, can check that out. You've got to be here for that next year. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. to sway my parents to have Copper Harbor Christmas. Copper Harbor Christmases are great. Snow yeah. or no snow. The community here makes it feel fantastic. And like you said, you watched the spirit meter just go through the roof just by everyone being together and sharing those carols, which... Drew's uncle used to kind of started that. Donnie started the whole Christmas yeah. caroling thing. In that oh, Donnie was there with tradition. us. You could feel his spirit. I believe yeah. it. That's awesome. Oh, cool. Um, well, do you have any words of wisdom for our listener before we go today? Keep your heart open. Mm. Be kind. Sing and dance and laugh. <laughs> nice. That's great. I, I got a really nice feeling when you said Good. that. Good. I like that spirit meter. Yeah. I think <laughs> we're going to have to come up, come up with spirit meters. There's a uh, the snow monitor yeah. by Mohawk in Copper Harbor is going to have a spirit meter. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spirit meter and jiving with jiving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, For yeah. those of you who don't get that Copper Harbor Vitality, that's CHV. I didn't even get that. Yeah. That's awesome. Jiving with jiving. I made that jiving. up. She did. <laughs> she. You should have heard her before. She was sounding like she had her own radio show. Here we are. Jiving with the jiving. And I was like, geez, Gail, you should host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, 
we still plan to sing the song, dear listener. So keep it rolling. And until next time, don't settle for anything less than an open heart full of love. And be good to yourself. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Amanda. Oh, this was really fun. You're welcome. Let's try to sing this song. Let's okay. start it off. Do 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 do, but I'm bum ba da da da, bum ba da da da, jump ba da dee da da da, I scoop a doop a da bum bum, bum bum ba da ba da ba da ba, bum 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 bum, ba ba dee ba ba da da da, ba dee ba 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 ba.